What's up, running fans, and welcome back to the 5K Podcast, a podcast dedicated to running and the most popular race distance, but yet underappreciated race distance in the world, the 5K race. I'm 5K Sean, your host. Today we're going to be answering a listener's question dealing with tapering, how to properly taper for a 5K, and I'm going to share uh, kind of some experiences that I've had and some suggestions, and hopefully that'll help you kind of narrow down how to approach that. Uh, We had a couple more questions uh, requested to be answered, and if I have time, I'll get to those, but if not, we'll move those on to next week. By the way, if you would like to ask a question to have it answered on the podcast, go to the5krace.com, which will take you to our Strava Club page, and under post, uh, you'll see where I usually say podcast questions, and then you can come in and ask your questions. And so that's where I pulled these from. A couple of quick housekeeping items. The YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 5k Sean, that's spelled S-H-A-W-N. I've been uploading a running content video uh, to that channel nearly every single day for the month of May. And uh, I'm trying to continue that streak. So if you're into short seven to 10 minute video about running, Uh, I talk about training, I talk about running shoes, I do running shoe reviews, all of that. Please go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, leave some comments on the videos, let me know what you think. Um, They take a lot of time, a lot of work, a lot of effort to make. And so in order for me to continue it, I kind of need to know that people want it to continue. So please consider visiting that. And uh, another way you can help the podcast, if you're listening to it and you love it, uh, take literally 60 seconds, go into iTunes on your cell phone or whatever device you're listening from, give it a five-star review, leave a comment if you want. Um, that kind of helps its ranking within iTunes. So that's the housekeeping for today. The taper, tapering for a 5K, how to proper, how, Tommy asks how to properly taper before a 5K race. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get into it, let's look at last week's training, starting with the club leaderboards. And uh, last week it was the story of the Dianes. We had Diane uh, Romero Lopez with 42 miles. She also led with total run time of 8 hours and 58 minutes. That's insane. Uh, Diane Bryant, 38 miles. And Thomas with 38 miles. So well done, uh, and then Tammy was in there for the total running time of 7 hours and 20 minutes. And then for climbing, we had Steve with uh, almost 2,600 feet, Adam with 2,500 feet, and Ben with 2,100 feet. So you guys are killing it on the Strava Fan Club page. And uh, if you're a podcast listener and you haven't joined the Strava Club, why not? Uh, get over there and get on there so we can uh, share our experiences together um, everyone can kind of root for one another. Uh, we can have fun with the leaderboards and uh, just be with like-minded runners uh, place online. So 5krace.com will take you straight there. Where am I at on this 31-day running streak? Well, today is day 14. haven't done the run for today yet, but when I do, that'll be two weeks straight of running. Let me take you, for those of you who are watching the video version Let me take you on over to the training log. And you can see starting May 1st here, and we've got 13 days straight in the books. 
last week was my biggest mileage week, believe it or not. I've never been a high mileage guy. Uh, 31 miles, 5 hours and four, almost 40 minutes of running. Um, and so, yeah, here we are, Thursday, May 14th. If I get today's in, that'll be two weeks straight. And, you know, there was a time when I never thought I could run five days straight, and then much less seven days straight, and here we are. Uh, we've continued to streak, and the goal is 31 days to so the whole month of May. And uh, I hope those of you who are joining me in this adventure, I hope it's all going well for you. Um, the next challenge that I'm going to be talking more and more about as the weeks come, uh, as we get through uh, the May 31-day run challenge, is we're going, I'm personally going to be taking on the under 20 in the year 2020 challenge, which is get under 20 minutes for the 5K in 2020. Um, that means I would have to shave about 30 seconds off of my average pace from last year, which I think I can do uh, with, you know, now that I have a larger running base, we're doing the 31-day running challenge, uh, worked a lot, a lot on strength through the winter and continuing to do strength and mobility. Uh, we're going to be adding in some faster reps here very, very soon, probably next week. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very confident I can do that. If you want to join that challenge, too, uh, let me know in the comments. All right. Let's get back to the Strava Fan Club page, and let's look at the questions for today. All right. Taper. Tommy asks, how to properly taper before a 5K race? Well, let me, I'll show you some examples of what I did last year um, that led to some, you know, personal best. Uh, I call them personal adult best. I can't compete with my cross-country years when I was in high school at this age, but um, I get PRs as far as since I've returned to running last year, and so we'll go and we'll look exactly like what I did taper-wise. But one thing that you can always do when you have training plan questions is, and I uh, reference these often when I'm building my own, I build my own training plans, but I like to reference uh, howhigden.com just to get some structure and some ideas. So what I have pulled up for you here, if you're watching the YouTube version, is his 5K training plan, which is an eight-week training plan for an intermediate 5K. So basically, uh, the 5K plans run... Uh, kind of like beginner, intermediate, advanced, um, and then walkers. So advanced would be the top end um, type of training. So most people are going to fall into the intermediate type of training. Um, but, I'm, you know, he typically handles his taper the same way. So really the taper, in my opinion, begins, well, for a 5K, it really begins seven days out. Okay. So... Let's look at a two-week snapshot. Um, so we're looking at the last two weeks of training before a 5K race. He has two rest days in that first week of the taper. Uh, Three-mile run, uh, 408 times 400 meters, uh, some, some reps, another three-mile run, a rest day on that Friday, followed by a five-mile fast run on Saturday, seven mile long run on Sunday. So that's kind of how he ends that last week before the week leading up to the race. 
By the way, I have to agree with the six to seven miles being like the sweet spot for 5K long run. Um, last weekend, I ran nine and a half on the trails. I really should have stopped at seven. I was just trying to push that uh, uh, mileage number out. But really, for 5K training, there's you know I ran. I was on the trail, so I was running much slower. I was out there almost, I think, an hour and 45 minutes. There's no reason to be running an hour and 45 minutes for 5K training. Um, really, an hour to an hour and 15 minutes, maybe an hour and 20, is really kind of the sweet spot for um, a 5K long run. There's no reason to just be be logging longer and longer miles for that, and unless you also have plans to run a longer distance race. So if you're planning on running anything longer than a 5K, and you're still, you know, you need to work on that long run, then yeah, you, you, you can increase that out. But if it's, if you're strictly focusing on 5k distance, there's really no need to be running longer than seven miles. And, uh, so for the next few weekends, that'll be, I'm going to be in the six to seven mile range moving forward. Cause I'm like, I've told you, and if you've watched some of the vlogs, I've been talking about this, I'm all in on 5k. It's just that I've been wanting to do it. And uh, the circumstances and the timing and the way things are, it just fits. So, uh, you know, the weekend before, he still has doing a seven-mile long run. I think that's okay, um, but I've been known to shorten that long run the weekend before the race. You know, so for me personally, instead of doing my normal seven-mile long run, I'd probably reduce it to five because I... I really like the taper to start that weekend, okay, to start getting recovered, getting fresh legs. So I would say reduce your long run by either two miles or 20 minutes uh, that weekend. Then he has a rest on Monday, which I think is good. He's got a three-mile run on Tuesday. I'm on board with that. Wednesday, a 30-minute tempo. I'm okay with that tempo run the week of the race if you understand what a tempo run actually is. Here is the problem. A lot of people look, first of all, a lot of people think that threshold and tempo are the same pace. They're not. Okay. Threshold is kind of like your, your, the maximum speed you can, it's basically your 5K pace. Tempo is more like your half marathon pace. Okay. It should be considerably slower than your 5K pace, probably a minute slower than your 5K pace. When you read on a training plan, as an example, 30-minute tempo, like if I were writing a training plan for you, I would have this descriptor in there. The 30-minute tempo is really like a 10-minute warm-up, 10 minutes at your tempo pace, which is probably a minute slower than your 5K pace, followed by a 10-minute cool-down. There's your 30-minute tempo. Okay, so I'm okay with the tempo run the week of the race if you actually do the tempo run correctly. Then he has a two-mile run, followed by two full rest days leading into the 5K. I am a big fan of the two full rest days. And so he has three rest days scheduled that week. A rest day to start the week and rest days, two rest days leading up to the race. Um, and then the run before the two rest days is only two miles. So here's really what you need to know. The week of the race in a seven-day window, shorten your long run. You can do a snappier, quicker run in the middle of the week, preferably about four days away from your race. 
but do it dis be disciplined about it. Make sure you're running the right paces and make sure it's your it's a build in and build out, not just thirty minutes straight of tempo. Three days from your race, you're only running two miles easy. Just easy jog. And then two full rest days, and then you should be fresh and ready to run your 5K. You're not going to gain fitness that week. Our goal is not to try to make more fitness happen in the last seven days. That's You're not going to be able to create enough new fitness in those seven days to impact your race. The goal is to maintain the fitness that we've been building up to this point, maintaining it and having fresh legs. Like That's the goal of the taper. On the nutrition front, I just need to mention, you know, those two rest days, make sure you're drinking lots of water. You know, those are the two days to hydrate, okay? Make sure you're really well hydrated. Not a big issue for a 5K. That's more of a half marathon to a marathon thought process or a long trail run. But still, I've entered into short course races before dehydrated. And before I even got to the first mile, all I could think about was water. You had to set yourself up for a bad day and a bad race. So that's that's the best way to handle the taper now i do want to share my results because this there is something that i did last year that's a little bit different than this that worked both times um well it's worked i'll say i'll say this it's worked a couple of times but i'll just give you an example of my 5k pr from last year uh, where i won my age group in a fairly large race just trying to get to my training here. If you're watching the video, forgive me for all the clicking around, uh, which was in May on Memorial Day. So it was a race of about a thousand people. It's a pretty competitive race. So I was very pleased to win my age group uh, and to get a PR. So if we look at my weeks now, my week leading up to that was full, uh, just chocked full of easy and 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 resting. Um, mostly because I was sick the third week leading up to that. I ran a 5K that week, but I didn't run a very good one. Um, and I took some rest days. But I just want to do the last three days leading up to the race. So I have done this twice with good results. And so you just kind of have to experiment and, and see what you think. So three days into the ra- before the race, I took a rest day. Then the next day was a cross-train day, easy cross-training to just, you know, kind of like active recovery. And so this particular time I did a 30-minute bike spin session, just 30 minutes of easy spinning the tires. Third day, another complete rest day, and then ran the 5K that Monday. Uh, which was a 21.34, so not the fastest time on the planet, but it was the best time I've put together since returning to running. Uh, it's the average pace of 6 minutes and 53 seconds. I was first out of 46 people in my 35 to 39-year-old age group and 17th overall, so I had a good day. Um, I'm very, very happy with that day. And So I did a lot of rest that week. I actually ended up taking like... I took four days off that week, which is a ridiculous amount of days, but I just thought I had been sick. I just wanted to maintain fitness, and that's what I did. A couple of years prior to that, I had a 5K PR for that time frame, and I did the same thing. I took an off day, followed by an easy cross-training day, which happened to be a 30-minute swim that day, followed by an off day. Um, 
but the, you know, the most true and so that, that's an option for people who love to introduce cross training. You could do off easy, uh, active recovery of some kind of cross training could be walking, could be 30 minute cycling, could be a 30 minute swim, could be a 30 minute easy run if you wanted followed by a day off, then the race. So those are kind of the best options. Um, but I think what we described in the very beginning is really, is really the best way to do it. If I fast forward to my half marathon last year, which was a half marathon PR for me too, uh, 13.1 miles, hour and 42 minutes, average pace, 748, had a complete meltdown the last three miles or that time would have been much better. Uh, but I fell apart, but I did three days again. Instead of two-day taper, I did a three-day taper. I did walk one mile the third three days out. So I had an evening walk followed by two full rest days. So, and 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 significantly reduced my long run from seven from twelve miles to seven miles the the week leading up to that. So I think for tapering, the key is to reduce mileage, reduce intensity. Um, seven days out, decrease the long run a little bit, um, and really take, you know, the third day needs to be something super easy. I'm talking about three days out from the race needs to be something super easy for 5k. I'd recommend just a two mile jog at easy, easy, easy pace followed by two days off. Then your race. Uh, also, I should also mention that it's very wise to take a couple of days off after each race. Um, it's hard to do that, especially if you have a good race because then you're motivated and I've ran into that before and it's, and without failure, it's always led to burnout, um, every time. So just take two days off. So you you have your 5k on a Saturday, take Sunday and Monday off. Okay. And then do a week of easy, easy running before returning to, you know, full form training. Give your body and mind some time to rest. And, you know, people say, well, the 5K is only three miles. Yeah, but it's three miles at, you know, eyeballs bleeding pace. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a, it's not a jog. Um, it's not a tempo run. It's a threshold. All you have for 20, 30 minutes, depending on how fast you are. It's a difficult race and it's very strenuous on the body. Albeit easy to recover from if you take the time to recover. So there is the taper leading into the 5k race, follow it up with two days off. Remember to hydrate well, um, for the race, the morning of, um, I like to get up. It'd be ideal if you ate whatever you're going to eat two two hours before the race and keep the diet light. Um, I've been known to basically eat a, a one egg, a piece of toast, um, and then like some type of lar bar or, you know, something like that. And maybe take a gel before the race if you're into that. Uh, that's, again, that's kind of optional. Um, but that's kind of how I handle nutrition. I still have my cup of coffee that morning. The key is to make sure you're hydrated before going into the race. Don't, if you need to hydrate that morning, it's too late. Another pro tip is to take a bottled water with you um, that you can not drink like gulp, but as you're at the race 
line, starting line, you, you know, kind of waiting for things to happen and people haven't quite lined up yet. You have something to sip on, just a little bit of water to sip on. And then since it's a bottled water, you can dispose of it really quickly. Okay. That is critical. I can't tell you how much that's helped me. Just that small, these small little things make a huge difference for race day, preparing for 5k, for preparing for a 5k race, um, or any race for that matter. So, all right. I don't have time to get to the other two questions today. So we will look at trying to answer those tomorrow or I'm sorry, not tomorrow, but next week on the podcast. Uh, so quick reminder, go to the 5krace.com, join the Strava club, and then you too can ask some questions that can be put in the queue for me to start answering. Please consider going to the YouTube channel, subscribing to that, liking some of the videos if you like them, and then leave comments. I would love that. Share this information. I'm really trying to make something out of this, um, but if there's not a good response and people aren't sharing it, people aren't liking it, people aren't commenting on it, then I'm not going to spend all the time it takes to create running videos, which is a lot of work, not to mention the editing and, and, and all, not to mention also the cost of everything involved. So, uh, please consider doing that. That's all I have for you today. Keep running, keep trying, and I will speak to you soon. Bye.